0: Welcome to the Discerning Truth Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Michelle Preston, a fitness influencer, nurse, and performance training specialist. My podcast will expose the bitter truths of the fitness, food, and pharmaceutical industries. No preference or personal biases. This podcast will explore objective truth on health, fitness, business, and personal development. From myself and other influential guests, let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Discerning Truth. Before I start, I wanted to announce that The Discerning Truth podcast is now available on iTunes. Very exciting news. Thanks guys for always supporting and being with me throughout my own journey. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and share with your family and friends to spread the word. So last week, I had asked for you to email me in your thoughts about health, fitness, and self-development topics that you were really curious about. And the most common email I got at the moment was a great deal of interest in what made me go holistic. And some of you expressed this doubt that you or others that you may have known have had with trusting to go above and beyond what you were told to think in the health and fitness industry. And I thought I would share a little bit about my medical background and experiences Seeing that I'm a non-practicing registered nurse, I have seen a lot of crazy things. Like all of you, I have had to overcome my own fears and bounce back from many obstacles mentally, emotionally, and physically. And I really could not have gotten to where I am today if I didn't have that courage to accept where I was and where I really wanted to be. And this had to do a lot with these lifestyle changes that I made. I'm going to go back to when I was 21. My lifestyle was night and day from what it is today. I felt as if I was seriously living two lives at one point. I was this university student. I was partying on weekends. I was eating and sleeping poorly I was living under a constant weight of stress and expectations. And for many of you university or college students out there, I know you know that kind of lifestyle that you're living. It's very on the go and on the fly. On the other side of it, I was traveling for frequent appearances, modeling shoots, calendar tours. And I was kind of doing above and beyond projects that you know somebody in college was doing. Working at a library, things like that. But I also was encountering a lot of toxic people and relationships along that way in that industry, and they were really harmful for my well being. This kind of unforgiven schedule and this roller coaster of emotional and physical stress really took its toll on my health. You know, even though I wasn't overweight, you know, from the outside, it looked like I was in great shape. And I was kind of suffering internally. I had trouble staying focused. I would be very forgetful, not present. I would sometimes wake up feeling really dizzy and lightheaded. And my immunity was bad. I was sick all the time. And anytime I got sick, I would take over-the-counter drugs or prescription medications as my first and kind of only go-to of helping myself. My eating habits were not the best. I found myself slightly anemic at the time. And this lack of vital nutrients was like an internal starvation. And it was very detrimental to my body internally. So for those of you struggling with eating right, I can 100,000% relate. And Like I said, even though I did not gain weight, other things suffered. I was underweight, malnourished, my liver was on fire, my nails weren't growing, my hair wasn't growing, I was just aging myself. But it was kind of during this time where I was studying to be a nurse, and during that time... And in my clinical rotations at different hospitals and homes, I remember working on a variety of different floors. It was spinal cord, stroke, amputee, GI. I did a psych ward, retirement homes, you name it, I did it. And they all had the same thing in common. Symptomatic treatment. Meaning only the symptoms were being treated, not the person as a whole. One experience... That I'll never forget was a 45 year old woman. And let's say her name was Dora, just for client confidentiality purposes, who suffered from being a diabetic. She had diabetes type 2, which is actually lifestyle induced. And, you know, did you guys know that there are estimates of diabetes now increasing to more than 700%? 700% in the last 50 years. And when I moved to the States, I found out that at least 29 million Americans are diagnosed with diabetes type 2, and another 86 million are pre-diabetic, meaning a lot of them don't even know that they're about to be diabetic. So back to Dora, with diabetes type 2, I would walk in her room every day and see her 300 pound body just laying in the bed. Oftentimes, she was bedrest because of her weight And, you know, one of our jobs as a nurse was to get her up and moving. It took us three nurses sometimes to do this. And we would be caring for her bed sores. And watching her struggle to get in and out of bed, just to brush her teeth, just to use the restroom, really just broke my heart. Spending a lot of time with her in her room, she really needed a friend. She had a lot of internal things going on. And she just needed someone to talk to and an outlet to help release a lot of these suppressed emotions there were just so many underlying issues that caused her to abuse herself with food you know before she got to the hospital and the more she opened up she had you know told me about being abused and you know sexually molested and things like that that caused her to feel worthless and to just feel so bad about herself and carry all the shame and judgment that she she had going on when she was a kid she was 45 and never processed any of this and as for her diet per se when I went to her files and I would see her diet restrictions she would be allowed to have things like low-fat jello salt-free sugar-free crackers basically just substanceless crap and Microwave a hospital food, things like that. Horrible a thing that would actually help her to build her body up. One of the most common drugs used, and you may have seen this in people suffering with diabetes type 2, was metformin. It's an anti diabetic drug given to those who can't change their lifestyle. Like right away from the beginning, oh, you can't change your lifestyle, here's a pill. Papa pill solution versus exercising and eating right. The assumption is based right away that most people are going to fail at taking care of themselves. So here's this pill that's going to solve your problem and you won't have to eat right and exercise, basically is what they're saying. She was taking um, statins, you know, for lowering your uh, cholesterol levels antihypertensive drugs for lowering your blood pressure, and she was on, I believe, a daily aspirin to prevent blood clots. It was this vicious circle for Dora, including the side effects of her medications that she was taking. She was given antacids, anti-gas, H2 receptor blockers for heartburn, docusate sodium, which is also known as Colace. It's a stool softener for constipation. Forget vegetables and bone broth and and... You know, cold-pressed juices to help with constipation. Let's give her more medications. As you may know, our gut bacteria becomes completely destroyed from medications. You literally don't have even a chance to build yourself up to lose weight or become healthy unless you get off these medications and start really building your gut with good bacteria, probiotics, bone broth soups, fermented things, right? Things like that. So Dora was in and out with bed sores, and eventually down the road, it was kind of near the last two weeks of my rotation. Unfortunately, she had developed cancer and my rotation was over at the hospital and I really never got to say goodbye to Dora. So disheartening of so many people out there suffering from health issues because the core root problem was never addressed. This was such an eye-opener for me. I just started researching holistic approaches and ways food and natural remedies could fuel your body to be powerful and healthy versus this fearful, reactive mindset of us watching what we're eating and and being so scared that we're going to gain weight and get sick. And there's such a different way to look at food, such a positive outcome. I started to see this never-ending trend of the side effects after side effect from the medications the patients were taking. And I thought there must be another way. How do we fuel our body? I just don't support this. Even though I became a licensed nurse, I didn't practice because I seeked out alternative holistic approaches to really, really take someone, build them up and help them. It was at this critical moment that I made a choice to completely change my outlook on things and also change my own life. I started personally working with naturopaths, integrative naturopathic science MDs, spiritual healers, lifeline practitioners, Chinese medicine gurus, psychologists, well-respected martial artists, and nutrition and exercise specialists. The guidance and knowledge enabled me to not only understand how to help others with their health, but also to understand how to help and heal myself. It became seriously guys quite a journey for my own health like so many of you i processed emotional traumas i started to live a life for longevity with my training and my diet i eliminated substances from my body like alcohol and sugars and processed foods and i realized that the aesthetics of the physique was only a piece of the whole That the other aspects such as power control, movement, mental alignment, and athleticism needed to be incorporated in my own life, but also others. And I started learning to cook very well-rounded meals. And I had this obsession of fueling my body with food as medicine. And I watched my skin, my hair, my nails become more radiant and grow and hydrated. And my iron levels and my hormone levels started to balance out. I stopped getting you know, this sickness because my immunity was so bad before. I started to boost my immunity, have this crazy amount of energy. And I noticed that my muscular development started to become like a higher quality, dense. You know, I moved better. I was faster. I was quicker. I felt very sharp and focused and just extremely empowered and liberated. And this is something that I know you can do too. In our symptom and disease-based model of healthcare, which could really be called sick care, we're really looking to treat the symptom and make it go away and treat the disease. And we oftentimes miss this amazing opportunity to discover the core root of really what is going on in our body what is going on in ourselves as a whole every day we have a meaningful dialogue going on within our body and our minds and emotions and they are all interconnected to say that they are completely disconnected is so naive when i think about health and death on a spectrum say think about a line going across one side is health the other side is death right we're all gonna die one day One area is called pathology, which means diagnosable disease. Along our path and journey, we have experiences of relationships, of foods, of habits we create, of genetic codes that is expressing itself in different ways in how our body is able to adapt or how our body is actually maladapting, which means not capable of adapting and thriving, right? So... We take blood and urine and saliva and body scans in the medical system and based on these certain symptoms and signs, we can label a disease, a cancer, diabetes, Hashimoto's, obesity, bipolarism. You have certain criteria that is labeled in the medical world as a diagnosable disease. For pathology to occur, the body must be broken down 40% plus It's in a dysfunctional way where it's not able to adapt and eventually hits a certain breaking point where a diagnosable disease like cancer, like diabetes type 2 appears. We have different symptoms. So low energy, anxiety, rash, a joint pain, weight gain, adrenal fatigue, right? The list goes on and you go to the doctor like something's wrong. You get blood work done and then you're told that oh, you're in the normal blood range, you're Lab value is seen as normal and you should be fine, but you don't feel fine. You feel like shit and you either go on and you live with it or you kind of forget about it and you're like, the doctor told me I'm fine. I must be fine. Or the opposite, you're told you're above or below a different normal range and you'll be treated with a pill. Later on, you come back to be treated with this other pill to treat the new symptom from the first pill. And then you find yourself in this vicious circle. Once you see this other side, you want people to know about other lifestyle options. And that's why I created things I did because I was so excited that it had worked for me and then worked for my clients that I wanted to share my knowledge and and what was this other way of looking at life. So back to the spectrum. If the body is broken down less than 40%, you're still having symptoms. There won't be a diagnosable disease or a pathology yet. So they'll tell you to monitor the symptoms, see if they get worse. Most of the time, sooner or later, you'll become diagnosed. you we be going back and forth again. And to me, Western medicine in its symptom and disease-based way is very, very limited. It's limited in the ability to provide real help and change for enabling the body to do what it's designed to do, all right? We don't give our body enough credit. Our body knows how to adapt and it knows how to embrace change and become stronger as a result of any stressors that we endure in our life. We're not feeling empowered enough to say, like, you know what, maybe there's another way. Or, you know, we're just thinking, okay, the physician told me this. This must be right. Maybe it's not. And emotional circumstances like Dora influence us in every way and trigger reactive stress patterns. And our relationships with food and addictions and unhealthy and self-destruct behaviors Our mind and body are connected. Our unprocessed emotions will greatly affect our physical. Western society does not always take that into consideration. Applying, living consciously of being present in the moment, of consciously observing and discerning, would I choose this thought? Would I choose this symptom? Would I choose this disease? No, hell no, you wouldn't this disease didn't just come out of nowhere it's years and years of chronic abuse to the body of this chronic obsession thought process of not being enough that i'm a failure that then we try to treat the disease of the symptom without addressing the entire causality right we're just we're not addressing the core root of this issue where is this coming from think about autoimmune right? Audioimmune is its cells attacking itself. So do you think that say one of your core limiting beliefs or something that you're thinking about every single day, like I'm not enough, I'm not enough, I'm unworthy, I'm ugly. I think that that is not going to catch up with you and cause self-destruction, right? And cause audioimmune for your own cells to attack itself because you're attacking yourself every day with your words. What's the difference? when we can really discern what is happening and why it's happening, we're giving ourselves a chance to use our voice, of understanding a story of patterns that exist within us that affect the way we see, the way we hear, the way we feel at any given moment. And one point you'll notice that problems are portals portals to enlightenment, portals to seeing what the F is really going on, seeing for the first time, wow, I notice this trend. I keep getting sick. You know when I'm stressed, this keeps coming up. My body keeps speaking to me, but I keep ignoring it, hoping it will go away, never really digging deep, fixing it. These are all just ways your body is communicating with you to stop the BS and just look within, to wake up, that your life has meaning. That you have amazing things to accomplish in this lifetime. That it's so above and beyond just a sore throat or stubborn fat or waking or headache that you become consciously aware of yourself to look through the eyes of something feeling worthy for once. To love yourself, to love your body, to take care of yourself. What you don't want to do is resort to pop a pill culture to patch up symptoms and wait for the next symptom to come up so you can fix it. That's not proactive mentality, right? This is reacting. I'm waiting for something to tell me what to do. To answer your question, holistic means a great deal to me. It's not something that's just some definition that you can find in a textbook. You know, it's it's really Really believing, and I really truly believe this, it's looking at the mind and body as one. It's becoming aware to self-actualize and just wake up and realize you have a choice in anything you do throughout your life. It's just a matter of time of when you start to listen or not. And when you start to listen, beautiful things happen. Thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of The Discerning Truth. I would love to hear from you, your thoughts. Be sure to comment on my website. And, of course, make sure you subscribe and share this one with your friends on iTunes. See you guys in the next one.